I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Modern Podcast. I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. And we are super excited for this episode. Yes. I, we say that every time. I don't know why <laughs> I keep saying it. It's kind of like when you start your stories in the morning or you start your Instagram stories by saying the exact same thing every time. True. Yeah, it's bad. Hey guys, happy Friday. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. Happy wrong day of the week is my theme. Oh, I always say the wrong days. day of the week. I did that yesterday. It was great. <laughs> anyway, we are excited to bring you this episode today, guys. We were actually sitting down here to record a bunch of episodes and we actually had a different episode in mind, but then Stephanie brought this one up and... I was like, let's do it. It's super relevant. So we're going to talk about how you can stay positive in this insane real estate market. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's something that everybody is dying to talk about and just feel, I don't know, companionship maybe like solidarity. We're not alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. And so here we are just impromptu and true Jesse and Stephanie style. Yep. We're going to wing it. Yes. Okay. So we're here. I mean, it it's no surprise, you know, it the market is crazy everywhere. Not just here in Phoenix, it's crazy everywhere. We're in a very insane seller's market. We have crazy high demand and crazy low supply yes. everywhere. And it's causing prices to go up and really I, our saving grace has been lower mortgage rates keeping a lot of buyers in, in the market, but it's causing high demand and it's just making it crazy everywhere. And And it's given us realtors a run for our money. Yeah. As professionals who make our living and pay our bills in this industry, it's really unnerving to have to go through this and be like, am I going to be able to pay my bills next month because I need closings or whatever, or maybe you have clients and you're just having the hardest time getting them under contract because there's so much competition. Like it's just crazy. Right. We're commission based 100%. So if you're listening to this and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm vibing with this episode, just know that you're not alone. Like we've all, we all think these things and you know, the biggest thing that we talk about first and foremost is just having the right mindset during mm-hmm. this time, you know, it's, it is kind of a pivot right now. You're going to have to challenge yourself. Yep. This is, this is a, a key part in the industry where a ton of agents are going to fall off yes. because they can't hang. So definitely, you know, put your big girl pants on and, and dig in if this is something that you absolutely love to do. And maybe you're just in like a moment of challenge. Don't quit. Don't quit at all. Just keep pushing forward. You're going to have to have that abundance mindset that eventually things are going to to pay off. The hard work that you're putting in today, the pivot, maybe you're constantly thinking about it like I am. I'm over here like (laughs) dreaming about real estate at night. Like, okay, if I do this, maybe if I do this, you know, it's on my mind all the time. Yep. 
Yeah. And I, I really think, I mean, we just kicked off this episode by just saying like mindset is, is everything. It's, it's the foundation of being an entrepreneur and, and pushing yourself and, and things like that. So especially like you said, a mind, an abundance mindset, because if you're out there with, so, I mean, for those who maybe don't know, I guess an abundance mindset is where things are in abundance. There's a lot of something, you know, whether that's a lot of money or houses to sell or whatever you frame that in. And then if you have a scarcity mindset, what's the exact opposite? Well, there's not enough homes. There's not enough clients. There's not enough, whatever. And you're going to be acting out of fear, which is never a good place to be in. Mm -hmm. I, I, and it, and it takes discipline. It's not something that like, oh, Jesse and Steph already have that all together all the time. You know, it is a constant mind discipline to stay in an abundance mindset and to, and to stay positive. I used to have crazy anxiety, like my first two years of real estate, because living in a commission-based world mm -hmm. can be very challenging. And sometimes, you know, you've got that one deal under contract now and you're like, shoot, I'm immediately like unemployed is how it feels. Mm -hmm. I've got to go chase that next client and get that next paycheck. And it can be really stressful and anxiety provoking, but then I would have to, you know, Hey, Stephanie, you are okay. You're going to be fine. Let's mm -hmm. do this. You know, like you, you can do hard things. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just here. I mean, I, I mean, I still kind of am, you know, but throughout January and February, I had a lull. I had very little activity going on. I didn't close anything in February. And thankfully my two closings in January kept me through. And now I have some clients under contract now, but I spent six weeks working to try and get clients under contract with no luck. And it was really defeating and really tough to go through. And I knew that I was dipping into a scarcity mindset and I had to be aware of it. I had to catch myself on it. And like we mentioned in a previous episode, I don't remember which one, but I, I said that I've been starting to write down there's an abundance of closings every morning as an affirmation. Right. So to help kind of put me in that abundance mindset again, be in the right mind space. And when you're, when you're really having to work even harder at keeping your mind and your energy levels high, also be really aware of what you're consuming and who you're surrounding yourself with, because those things are instant triggers to put you down the rabbit hole once again. So mm -hmm. positive music, if the music is bothering you, then you need to put on a positive podcast. Uh, hey, you can come listen to Socially Modern. We're going to lift your spirits today. <laughs> plug. Shameless <laughs> plug. Um, but I mean, really, like, and the reason why that is so important is because in our industry, I mean, we're mirrors to our clients and our clients are going to reflect whatever energy we're putting right out. Now. And so if you're having a scarcity mindset, then you're going to subconsciously, people don't go around like, you know, consciously being like, oh, it's a terrible market and whatever. No, it's it's our subconscious, you know, the things that we say and how we say it. And maybe sometimes it's like, maybe you're being selective about information that you're sharing. And, and that's all just subconsciously coming out because you're in a scarcity mindset and your clients are going to pick up on it so fast and you're going to scare them. You're going to, you know, make them not want to work with you or 
you know, whatever, whatever that else. looks like. And, and it's so, so important. So be really aware, especially like if you're sitting there, like we've just talked about, if you are feeling more in that scarcity mindset, or maybe you're in an anxious moment, it's okay. You're human. You have those moments. You're mm-hmm. allowed to have feelings, but be aware that you're doing it and maybe don't respond to that client's text right away. Maybe yes. don't respond to that asshole agent. <laughs> Sorry. I know I said that on here. It's fine, but maybe don't respond to him right away. I have to do that sometimes because I'm a fiery person. And you can't respond out of emotion. No, you need to chill it out, sit back for a second and Zen. then like give yourself even 30 minutes I found. Or sometimes I'm like, it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm tired. I haven't eaten dinner. I've been working all day. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you got to check yourself sometimes. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn it off for the day. And then the next day I wake up and I feel a lot better. I handle the situation better you know, whatever it is, none of mm-hmm. us are perfect. It takes discipline and, and knowing and learning your mind yep. um, to do that. So if that's something, or maybe a check that you needed right now, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sign. So get your mindset right during this, this crazy market. That's huge. And um, I really think there's a difference between having a scarcity mindset and just being realistic. I try to be as realistic as possible because The way I see it, especially with buyers right now, I mean, it it goes with sellers too, but with buyers right now, you have to have realistic expectations. If you're wanting to spend a certain amount on a budget and be in a certain area, those two have to align. Otherwise, you're going to be completely and utterly disappointed and your home buying process and that entire experience is going to be super soured. And so I'm very realistic with my clients. I always kind of qualify people that reach out to me and I say, well, where are you wanting to be and what do you want your monthly budget to look like? Right. Because if, if it doesn't align, I tell them right then and there, in my experience, that budget doesn't completely align with that particular area. And you may either want to expand to other areas if you're able or you might want to figure out how to maximize your purchasing power, decrease your debt payments, whatever that looks like. If you need to rent for another year, then rent for another year. But I'd rather have you do that than come out and into the shark tank that is the market and have such a negative experience that it sours you on it forever or sours you on me forever. We're not saying be be fake and only give warm and fuzzies to your clients like all the time, you know, fluffing it basically. But I like to save, you know, the more intimate conversations for between me and my client. It's not something that I'm posting about online. Um, and I'm kind of going to bounce down to something that we had talked about, which yeah. is, you know, I see a lot of real estate agents out here posting memes on their social media accounts from a lot of these big popular real estate pages. Yeah. Yes. The memes are funny and it kind of gets us through the day. Sometimes I get it. I totally get it. I send memes to Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just one of those things like know, know who you're marketing to, right? If you're marketing to get more clients, which is what you should be doing, especially if you're listening to this podcast, um, posting these memes is, is only scaring your clients. Mm-hmm. Stop scaring them. Yeah, you're right. We need to be informative and educational. That's our job. Yeah. How do we help our clients achieve what they want to during this market, during a buyer's market, during any market? The market, it's not the end all be all right now. Mm -hmm. We know that. But for some reason, a lot of agents kind of get stuck in this mindset. Like, this is it. This is like, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. 
and it's not. So, so mind over matter it and stop scaring them. You need clients to get in the door so that you can actually even help them. Yeah. They could be well qualified, but you just scared the crap out of them before they even wanted to walk inside the door and, and talk to you. Yeah, you're right. And I, I did, uh, I told you this earlier, but I felt, I was like, well, if the boot fits, because <laughs> I've been guilty of that. I, I really called have. our team out on it. <laughs> you did, you did. And I think it was necessary. And, you know, that's just a, like me admitting that like, mm, okay, yeah, I've been doing that. That's a human moment. And just because like I might look like I have it all together doesn't mean that I do but we all, you know what I mean? We all want to feel validated in how we're feeling right now, especially in this crazy market. I get it. So send it to your real estate send friends. Send it to your real estate friends. Stop posting it to your stories. <laughs> Stop. Good tip. Good tip. <laughs> okay. So now moving into, of course, since we're sitting here talking about, you know, talking to our clients online, like we normally do, you guys don't forget that you're in sales. You are a real estate agent. You are in sales mm -hmm. and sales is a numbers game. Yes. All day long. Okay. So in order to pay your bills, you're going to need even more clients right now. Mm -hmm. And yeah. how are, how are you going to make that happen? Not by scaring them away with your memes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm being firm right now. You are. And I'm, I'm here for it. I got my fire it. voice on. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, but you know, it's just one of those things that I've always said is, is, you know, if you want more clients, then you need to book more appointments mm -hmm. and how are you going to book more appointments? You have to break this down into baby steps on like, what can you be doing to, to get yourself where you want to be in the next 60 days, 90 days. Right? And I, I think sometimes we, sometimes I honestly forget that I'm in sales because I'm having fun doing what I'm doing, being on social media. But just because I'm using social media as my main marketing source does not mean that I am not in sales. I call it digital farming. And, and you've heard me say that a bunch too. Yeah. We are digitally farming. Mm -hmm. We're prospecting for clients. Do we feel like, hey, we get to prospect in the best way possible because of social media? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we're still booking appointments. There's still a sales funnel. You have your audience and then you funnel them into consults. Then you'll funnel them to your lender. Then you funnel them into showing and then into under contract and then to close, right? It's a sales funnel still, even though we're attracting them on social media, it's still sales. Exactly. And I like that visual that you just gave. That was awesome. <laughs> it's exactly how it is. And I think that a lot of people, even other agents may come and, and look at our stuff and they're like, oh, they're not serious. Well, you don't know the kind of work that we go into on the back end. We're still yeah. out here farming and, and doing what we need to do as far as booking appointments. And so, like we've always said, uh, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to close 10 deals, let's just break it down like this, right? Mm -hmm. This makes sense. If you're wanting to close 10 deals this year, okay, are you only going to speak to 10 clients? No. No, because we all know that you're going to have fallout. There will be clients that hit the pause button that don't, you know, they buy a car instead and or they can't they, qualify. Yeah, they don't qualify. Maybe they need credit repair. Maybe, you know, they have an, a, a life change and they are ending up not buying. There's always going to be, or, you know, God forbid. I mean, we've all been there where they go with another real estate agent. Or I they mean, go into a new build without you. That shit happens. <laughs> like it happens. And so you have to kind of uh, prepare for that and know that every single person that you DM, that you get on the phone with is not going to end up closing with you. And you just have to accept that that's a fact of being a real estate agent. 
So like, for example, breaking in our numbers podcast earlier, um, however long ago that was, I broke down my numbers and I had a hundred buyer calls in 2020. I did a hundred buyer consultations and I closed 18 sales. Isn't that crazy? That's a like 18% close rate. It's a numbers game all day long. So what were you doing? Think back to maybe a month that you were really successful. This will help you kind of strategize. Mm -hmm. But think back to a month that you were really successful and you closed a lot, right? What were you doing three months prior to get that business? What were you posting about? What was your, what did your day look like even, you know, all of the, all of the nitty gritty and then do it again. Yeah. Make a list of it so that you know, okay, I need to do this. Cause sometimes what happens a lot is realtors then will get busy with agents or with clients. I know that we're busy right now. We're working seven days a week. We've got mm-hmm. clients that want to see houses and we got to jump when they say jump. Yep. That's just the market right now. And so I'm sure that you go home and you're like, oh, I don't want to get online and look for houses or, you know, work on reels or any of that stuff. It kind of gets pushed to the side. And then in three months, you're going to see a dip. Exactly. Uh, there are there are tons of times where I'm like, I don't want to prep content right now or I don't want to even do my makeup. I don't want to drive here to show homes or whatever. Like I have those times all the time, but it's that discipline and knowing that these little things, writing your captions, showing up on stories, following up with your clients via text message, doing buyer calls, I get it with buyer calls more often where I'm like, it's six o'clock. I don't really want to hop on and do this Zoom call with someone. I want to make dinner and relax. But like knowing that those little action items that you're doing every single day is what is going to propel you to a paycheck. Propel you to a paycheck and propel you towards your goals for that year. Exactly. You're never, it's like going to the gym, right? You're never going to regret that you actually did it. (laughs) Yeah. Plenty of times in the mornings when I've gone to go to the gym, I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. It's the same (laughs) thing. It's the exact same thing. And you just have to push through it. And that is what defines the successful people against the unsuccessful people. And yeah. Kicking the butt right there. Gut check. <laughs> but I mean, so like right now, we, we just need to focus on getting appointments with potential clients, right? The more appointments means the more people that get pre-qualified, the more showings, the more, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're working through that sales funnel. The more offers um, you'll be writing, which are the more and more of them will stick. Right? Yeah. And then so, you'll I mean, be feeling okay and and you'll be moving towards your goals. So when it comes to getting appointments, like, all right, so what action items can you do to get appointments. Well, this is a social media podcast, so we're going to talk about social media. Well, how many times are you like showing up on stories talking about how to book appointments with you or what that looks like or the value with you? Yeah. How many times are you putting your links out there? Are you slacking on maybe posting in your feed or on your reels? Um, You know, you kind of have to give yourself that gut check. Like, Are you following up with people that you've spoken to previously? Are you checking in with a lender partner on potential mutual clients? Like where are you dropping the ball and how can you pick it back up again? Exactly. If you're just sitting there waiting for clients to fall into your lap, you're never going to reach 
the numbers and the goals that you want and that you're striving for. And mm-hmm. deep down inside, you know that you want more for your life or else you wouldn't be sitting here listening to this podcast either, in my opinion. Yeah. You came here for, for some self-help or to feel good or <laughs> to resonate. And so you, you definitely need to think about where are you dropping the ball on things? Are you following up? Can you say, and I ask this to a lot of our uh, agents on Mainville & Co., um, can you say that you've been 100% across the board on your social media game? Mm-hmm. I could tell you no. Don't come and whine to me. <laughs> can be real firm right today. Apparently I'm feisty. But uh, don't come and whine and say, you know, maybe I should start uh, door knocking or maybe I should start open housing or maybe I'll do uh, leads, pay for leads or something like that. If you can't say that you've been doing your social media game 100%. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't nail that and, and really take one method of prospecting and just run with it, what makes you think that you're going to do the same anywhere else? Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, you pick one, one form of marketing and prospecting that you want to dedicate yourself to and you go 110% on it. You go beyond, above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. This is the same pep talk I tell myself too, guys. I'm not perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is stuff that we have to tell ourselves and we have to give ourselves gut checks. Like I will give you a gut check of myself right now. I have been slacking on posting reels a thousand percent. I have not dedicated the time to actually batch reel content and then go back through and add the text and then eventually post it. Mm -hmm. I've maintained my posts, my feed posts, you're better for, at that for than years. I am, actually. I've posted, I, I, that's something that I kind of have in the bag. If, if I don't do anything at all, I will at least show up on stories and I will at least post on my feed. But I've been slacking on reels. And on Wednesday of this week, I actually went, finally went back through my spreadsheet. <laughs> LOL. What? Spreadsheet um, from Jesse? My client spreadsheet. I have a client spreadsheet uh, that you know, keeps everyone organized for me and where they're at and whatever. I finally went back through that on Wednesday. I didn't, I hadn't done any, hardly any follow-up in February. And I finally went back through that list on Wednesday and sent text messages out to people just checking in on them and seeing where they're at. And some people were like, you know, we're going to hold off on our home buying search or, you know, we're, we're going to wait another year or whatever. And that's their prerogative and that's fine. I can then move them from that list and that then opens up more energy for someone else. Hey, it's a win. You heard back from them. That's huge. Anybody in sales knows it. And again, with it being a numbers game, when I first started in real estate, uh, one of my mentors had told me, he's like, for every, I think it's from a book actually, but you want so many no's mm-hmm. because you are going to hear no more than you hear yes. But the number of no's that you get, you're like, yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm getting closer to a yes. Yeah, exactly. Every no gets you closer to a yes. Mm-hmm. And that's something I had to tell myself when I was out writing offer after <laughs> offer after offer for some of my buyer clients lately. And maybe you're in that same boat, you know, maybe you're out there writing multiple offers every weekend or showing homes what feels like every day of the week and it just feels like you're not getting anywhere but in reality you are remind yourself that it's momentary this client will go under contract it's a numbers game out there right now even for writing offers and I think I think kind of to go back to the being a mirror and your clients reflect that energy I had two different sets of buyer clients you guys that I wrote 
at least nine or 10 offers for each set of clients. And we just kept losing and losing and losing. But I tried to maintain a positive outlook. Like, and I, I related to them too. I was like, you know what? I am just as frustrated as you right now. I'm sick of not getting Validate under contract. Feelings, yeah. Like, but then bring the positive. Exactly. And I, you know, I'd be like, man, this sucks right now. Like, I feel you. Like, I'm frustrated too. But then I would turn it around and be like, you are writing strong offers and we are coming in either second or third every time. So you're out there we're, writing we're strong close. offers. It just <laughs> is going to take the right seller. Yep. So that's kind of another example, I guess, a visual of just that you your clients reflect it. your energy. Because if you're like feeling super defeated and just being like super negative Nancy about it, how long do you think those clients want to keep going out with you to look at homes and writing offers? It's already hard Not enough. Very long. They don't need you to make it harder. Exactly. So you really have to check your energy and, and check yourself when you're out with your clients, especially. It's one thing, like Stephanie said, to not respond to a text message when you're at home at night ready to go to bed but it's a whole other thing when you're out in person in the field with clients you have to be kind of on a higher energy level than exactly than that so uh i loved this episode this is a good one high five air high five Boom. <laughs> we love you guys and we know exactly how hard it is out there trust us you just have to keep pushing. This is where, like we said, so many agents are going to end up falling off because they can't hang. But we don't want you listening to this to fall off. We want you to keep going. Keep going. Push through it. You've got this. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>